Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, airing every Tuesday. I'm Melanie Blackman, an editor for Health Leaders. My guest for today's Women in Leadership episode is Dominica Tallarico, Chief Operating Officer at Alina Health. Dominica previously served as Executive President of Advocate Health's Illinois Market for the newly formed system, which is previously known as Advocate Aurora Health. She joined Alina Health in April and is responsible for implementing the Minnesota-based system's strategic plans into daily operations to meet the organization's objectives. During our conversation, Dominica shares leadership insights and Alina's journey on value-based care and population health strategies. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation. Dominica, I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast, and thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your career in healthcare and how you ended up at Alina Health. Oh, thank you so much. So a little bit about myself. I have actually spent my entire career in healthcare. I started my career serving patients as a registered dental hygienist and then pivoted to administrative and strategic leadership roles in both academic medicine and large integrated delivery systems. Prior to joining Alina Health as the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer, I worked with Advocate Healthcare and Advocate Aurora Health, and I was there for about 18 and a half years. Uh, most recently, I was the leader for the Illinois market for that organization, and I've been now here at Alina Health for five months, which is really exciting. I'm excited to join Alina Health and foster our All Together Better journey. And it really is rooted in our commitment to whole person care and our journey towards value-based care and population health. And I find that really exciting, Melanie, that attracted me to the organization. It was part of our journey in my previous organization. And so I really felt connected to that purpose of providing for the people we serve and the communities we serve in a very holistic way going forward. Think of mind, body, and spirit as we move forward here. Your leadership journey sounds so interesting, and that's really cool that you started off as a dental hygienist and then made your way towards leadership. How has your leadership style evolved, you know, over your career, and how would you describe your leadership style now? That is a great question, and I I look at leadership as a journey, and what I like about leadership and just I think as an individual is it's always something that you foster and grow. So it's not a place that you stay in leadership. You're continuing to advance and enhance those capabilities, but it really is in the in the vein of helping others. And that's why I like leadership so much is just that ability to help my team to to do the work that we do, help the communities that we serve. You know, we're committed to serving our communities by providing that exceptional care, healing, and comfort to all. And that includes the people that I'm privileged to work with and around every single day. Um, so it's been it's been really a, a journey for me from if you think about when you first enter into the workforce and, you know, as a dental hygienist, I was very much, you know, the caregiver to others and 
that was a great opportunity to get very close to people and get close to the care that we deliver and have an understanding of that and what it is to be that close to the patient. As I'm in this leadership role where I have responsibility for acute and ambulatory and continuing care operations and a lot of other areas across the enterprise, I don't have that ability every single day to be as close to the patient, but I do feel like I am there in support of the caregivers. I I like to say to the team, I feel like I am the prop master in some ways and that I am here to make sure you have every resource, every tool, everything that you need to deliver the highest, safest, best health outcomes for our patients every single day. And I'd say another way that leadership has changed for me is that that realization that it isn't always about what we do in, in the doing part. It is about helping others and facilitating others to bring out the best in themselves. So I think of the orchestra conductor and that they don't actually make the music, but they help those that make the music. And I that to me, I, I have had that realization and been really grounded in that orchestra conductor role and not doing helping others and helping others rise up to that leadership capability that they hold every single day. Now that orchestra conductor is such a great visual for that. And I definitely agree that the leadership journey is a journey. Um, and there's this ongoing evolution as you make your way you know, from caregiver to executive. As you mentioned, you know, you became COO of Alina Health earlier this year and as part of your role are responsible for implementing the system's strategic plans and daily operations. What has been your experience getting settled into your role and those responsibilities? Well, it has been another learning journey, and it's been a really exciting one, I just have to say. You know, I'm newer to the Minneapolis market, but as I have said to my colleagues, I spent all my summers growing up in Minnesota, so I felt, one, it was a bit of a homecoming back to the communities that I spent all my summers on the lakes of Minnesota, and we are known for 10,000 lakes, right? So spending all my summers being outdoors and being in nature and being with people. So it, it was really refreshing to come back in May and, and join the organization. And I will say that my colleagues, the people that I get to work with and for are just tremendous, awesome individuals. And I really admire their capabilities and their compassion and empathy that they have for the communities we serve. One thing that is very prominent and always present is our commitment to community. It it is in almost every conversation that we have around the table and decisions that we make for sure are what impact does this have on the communities we serve, the people we serve, and our commitment to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And that that is very real in Alina Healthcare and in, in leadership but in all of the work that we do every day. And that is inspiring to me. And I know that inspires our team as well. So I feel like I really want to be that inspiration to our team and that we live out our mission and our values and our philosophy of care every day. Absolutely. Well, and speaking about that commitment to community, 
you had mentioned Alina Health value-based care and you're going on a population health journey. Can you talk a little bit about that and how your role combined with the other leaders' work um, is keeping that going? Yes. Yeah, so we all know across healthcare that there are you know, structural changes within the industry. And, you know, we can say during the pandemic or post-pandemic, but I think many of these changes had been percolating and really coming forward for some time. I think the pandemic just highlighted and exacerbated situations that became even more tangible and real to us. And we were on a journey for value-based care and population health. And, and again, I think that coming through that pandemic experience, it really hypersensitized us that this is the right work to do. This, we have to accelerate our movement to transform the care delivery model and moving from primarily what we know is fee-for-service, which means, you know, the more you do, the more you get paid for, or what you do, you get paid for in a very tangible per unit of service model, to driving towards that whole person care and population health, where you're focused on the whole being and the prevention and the wellness. And we're re rewarding our caregivers for keeping people well, keeping them out of the hospitals or out of the emergency departments, making sure that they have care at the right place at the right time, which also includes in their home, virtual care, digital care. There's so many avenues now. And how do we meet people where they are, not where we are? And that is a, a whole change as well in our, in our philosophy. So we're moving from you know, responding to illness and being more proactive in our approach. Our value is really in as a high complex care coordinator. When you think about Alina Health, we really are that complex care coordinator in the Twin Cities and in the region of Minnesota and even into Western Wisconsin. Right now we're building on our existing foundational elements around team-based approach to care. We're implementing practice transformation models in primary care and engaging not only our providers and our physicians and staff, but even to some degree, also our, our patients and community and how we develop and deliver care that it speaks to them in a very patient-centric, provider-inspired, and, and clinically-driven model that is best for them. And I would say it also is rooted in having people, having the care team represent the communities that we serve. So being very specific to how do we address social drivers of health in, in addition to the, the physical health of the patient. So you think about food insecurity or housing or transportation, et cetera, and how do we connect our patients through partnerships that we have throughout our communities? Yeah, you definitely touched on a lot of really great points, and it, it sounds like a lot of really great work for Alina Health as an organization and for the communities you serve. Absolutely, Melanie. And we're really excited about care in the home. And we, we have a philosophy of home first because we believe for most people, they really flourish, right, in their own environment with their families, their support systems, and in their home environment. And so we've been investing a lot in being a leader in home hospital care or care in the home. There's home care, hospice care, palliative care, and now this notion that we can deliver what might have required a hospitalization 
being away from your family and the things that you know and the familiarity of that environment and bringing you into your home and having us deliver that care in your home. And so we recently launched a product called Inbound Health that we have partnered with another organization and we're delivering that care in the home and avoiding hospitalization for our patients. So we think all of these innovative strategies, virtual nursing care, you know, care in the home, this is what patients and consumers are really seeking. And it makes this very exciting for our caregivers to be able to do this in a better way with better and safer health outcomes for our patients. Absolutely. This definitely shows that not only is leadership a journey and has continuous evolution, but so does healthcare and making sure that you meet the patient where they are. It sounds like really great work. What work are you most excited about leading as COO? Oh, Melanie, you're asking me to pick a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I love strategy and growth. So what I love about our work and is really working hand in glove with our physician leaders across all of our clinical institutes and service lines and hearing about the kind of wonderful new, you talked about healthcare being it's science, right? So the good thing about science is it changes all the time. And you come to work every day and you're working alongside our service line leaders, our institute leaders, developing new programs and services, ways of reaching into the community, into the home, bringing new treatment options for our patients and communities that didn't exist before. And maybe we're doing clinical trials in that area or research in that area. And it's just so exciting. So I'd say the best part of my work every day as chief operating officer is in service to our physicians and our clinical teams and all the people who deliver the best care to our patients and communities. And they're always thinking outside the box. They are nationally recognized. They are leading the way in the path in, in new technologies and programs. And so to me, that is the best part of my day is when I get to go rounding in our clinics, in our hospitals, et cetera, and really just get to meet our, our teams who deliver the best care every day and meet our patients. You know, while I'm out there rounding, you know, going to patient rooms or, or saying hello to our patients and their loved ones and, you know, seeing the smile on their face because they're so happy to be with Alina Health and they love their, their physicians and their providers. And so that brings me a lot of joy every day. That question is not easy to answer, so. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I can tell you're so passionate about all the work you do. What advice do you have for women and others who are new to a leadership position at a new organization? What I have found is that whether it's a new position, a new leadership role, a new organization, a new team you're joining, Really assimilating into that new organization and new team requires listening and curiosity. So leaning into those skills and using your ears and your eyes and being a curious learner goes a long way because everybody you meet wants to share their story, right? So don't instead of jumping in and just kind of getting to the, the root of something or a problem to solve or an opportunity that's out there, 
learning from others, the history and what brought them to Alina Health and what are they really passionate about is, is an important piece and it creates trust and it, it builds that partnership and teamwork that you really want and that mutual respect among the team members. So I seek to really understand the history of the organization and decisions made and what influenced those decisions, the successes, and also understanding maybe what didn't work, right? So I want to lift up and hear about all the great things that have happened, and but then what hasn't worked and what are your biggest concerns or barriers and how can I be a barrier buster is what I like to say, you know, what barriers can I bust for you today? Is there something that I can do? And another key, I'd say leadership skill that sometimes is hard to do, but really to go slow, to go fast and really pacing yourself and being very intentional. When you're new to the environment, you might want to jump in and try to fix things too fast. And what I have found is that if you're not fully informed, you also might not make the best decisions. So I think listening, curiosity, building those relationships and being very intentional as you move through your leadership learning in the organization. That's all really wonderful advice. Dominica, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and sharing your expertise on the podcast. It's been fun. Well, Melanie, this was great. Thank you. It was such a pleasure to meet you and and, uh, afford this opportunity for me to highlight the great work of Alina Healthcare. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.